Hey everybody, it's the old cheeser here. How are you all doing? Hope that you're enjoying this gorgeous sun. It is absolutely lovely at the moment, isn't it? Now on that note, uh, last weekend my uh, BF and I made a trip into central London after what must have been an incredibly long time actually and um, uh, we had a lovely day out. We uh, went to, in the afternoon, the Tower of London which uh, I have to say in all my years of actually living in London I'm not um, an original uh, indigenous Londoner nevertheless I've been here a long time. In all the time I've been here I have never actually visited and I would strongly recommend it. There was an awful lot to see Amazing sense of history, obviously. The ravens were a bit weird. They were, uh, they were in cages, poor things. Uh, but um, we met a very nice beef eater. Uh, yeah, to be recommended. Now, after that, we strolled down the Thames because it was such a glorious afternoon and ended up in Covent Garden, had a nice dinner and then went to the theatre. And the play that we went to see in the evening was a show called Cruise, which was on at the Duchess Theatre. Now, I'd seen a review of the play in The Guardian and it raved about it. And as soon as I heard about it, I thought this sounds exactly my kind of thing. And I promptly booked myself some tickets. Now, it felt really good being able to do this after such a long hiatus of being able to go out and actually uh, watch things on stage. The last time that I think I went to the theatre was last year, where I went to see a production of Educating Rita. So, what is Cruise all about? Well, first and foremost, it's actually a monologue play. Uh, the main actor and writer who stars in it is a chap called Jack Holden. Now, Jack Holden uh, has starred in, amongst other things, the play Warhorse, which I did go and see a number of years ago. And um, he also performs or performed in a uh, troupe of actors called the Handlebards, who go around the countryside on bicycles performing Shakespeare. Now, again, I actually saw the Handlebards. It was a little while back. It was a Strawberry Hill House near Twickenham performing an outdoor version of Twelfth Night, which was an awful lot of fun. Now, in this and Warhorse, I cannot actually remember if it was Jack Holden that was specifically performing, uh, because Handlebards is like a group of rotating actors, and Warhorse, um, the same actor, doesn't tend to stick with the production for... Uh, a huge amount of time. Nevertheless, Mr. Holden has been involved with um, both. So, about his involvement in Cruise, then. Well, as I said, not only does he play the lead uh, part, he also wrote the script. And I've got to say, he is actually only 31 years old, but um, certainly on stage, he comes over as a lot older than his years. He's got a real seriousness and gravity to his performance that arguably some people in the 30s might lack and certainly in Cruise I thought that he showed himself to be very versatile not least in his ability to flip between the different roles that he played taking on the personas of several gay men and uh, switching accent and demeanor accordingly in a very convincing way. To add to that, he's also very easy on the eye, very cute and nice and uh, I definitely enjoyed his performance. So, what's the plot of Cruise? What is it all about? Well, um, the story of the play was actually inspired when Jack Holden volunteered for the LGBT plus listening service Switchboard. And um, he's based the story 
pretty much on that. In the play, he plays a 22-year-old who's working a shift at Switchboard who uh, deals with a variety of calls uh, from people in need. And he picks up the phone to uh, a caller called Michael, who is a middle-aged man who comes from uh, one of the Medway towns in Kent and um, ends up telling Jack, uh, Jack actually is the name of the character as well as the actor, he ends up telling him about uh, his past history and his experiences as a gay man when he ran away from his very repressive background, his town, and came to London at the start of the 1980s. Now, essentially, these are the two main characters in the play, but Holden switches between playing each role. And I think this is done deliberately because uh, Holden as Jack is really kind of a sort of a green behind the ears, inexperienced um, gay man who's quite young and doesn't really have an understanding or empathy of what it was like to be gay in the past and the kind of things that his predecessors went through. And by taking us into Michael's history and the streets of Soho at the time, it enables the character to gain a better understanding of what it was like and that type of life and the kind of identities that existed, as well as the audience. Uh, Now, like I said, Holden does this incredibly well. uh, And not only does he kind of assume the personas of these two characters, he then, through Michael... Uh, brings to life other characters that Michael meets whilst out on the gay scene. Now, one of these is an elderly but melodramatic figure called Lady Lennox, who loves to dress in furs, uh, who is a very kindly and nurturing figure for Michael, and she becomes his landlady. There is also a very um, acid-tongued, a Quentin Crisp type figure who loves to dress in purple suits who Michael encounters whilst cottaging, who gives out lots of wise advice to him. And many of these figures that Michael encounters act as like mentor, mentor figures to him, there to kind of help him on his way, help him through life. And again, when Holden assumes the personas of these characters, I think he does so brilliantly, really convincingly. Now, another aspect of the show uh, which I found particularly effective and which appealed to me and made me want to go and see Cruise when I read about it is the use of the music. And uh, Jack Holden's actually said in interviews that he wanted music to be a central part of the storytelling in the play because he feels it can set the location and the mood really well. Now, strictly speaking, although I said Jack Holden is the only actor in the play, it's a monologue, it's a one-man show... There is actually uh, another person on the stage, and that is the musician John Elliott, who provides the musical accompaniment uh, to the storyline. Now, as I said, we start in the 1980s, the early 1980s, and the plotline, really Michael's trajectory, his journey, uh, goes from 1980 to 1990. So in terms of the music, that we hear it's charts from the end of disco through synthesized mass-produced pop through to house music now how many of you remember chicago house and detroit house acid house and rave all of those types of music are documented and are reproduced on the stage by john elliott now brilliantly done at the beginning of the play, before the, the, the script actually starts, Elliot comes on stage, and um, it's a very cleverly done set. 
uh, John Elliot is actually up uh, on a balcony, um, kind of slightly sealed off, playing a synthesizer. Uh, but he doesn't just play synth, he also plays guitar. Um, he comes down on the stage at certain points. And this is accompanied by an amazing neon light show as well, kind of trying to sort of uh, replicate a Soho street, the club life there. So the, the music that's used there really is, is part of the story building and this journey that the characters made. Holden said that the, the, the intensity of the music shows kind of like the, the loss of innocence and the gaining of experience showing Michael's journey that he actually makes. The use of the synthesizer and the instrumentation is uh, very well done. There are times when it's quite subtle and other times when it's extremely dramatic and loud, particularly at the end when um, we see Michael go through this kind of sort of euphoria, talking about the importance of the dance floor and being out there and expressing yourself and, and being who you are. And... Just to paraphrase really what um, Jack Holden has actually said about the play, um, he discussed how Cruise is really a journey, an odyssey. It's about not knowing where you're going, but trusting and surrendering yourself to the process, which is what happens with the character of Michael. That's very true. Holden's also said that in terms of themes, the play is about belonging and finding your family and finding your tribe. And again, I think this is something that will have a lot of resonance for gay people, particularly those of us that I've had to kind of run away and leave home. Um, only in my last post, of course, I was talking to you about Rainbow Milk um, with the story of Jesse having to leave uh, his Jehovah Witness, Witnesses background in Birmingham and the difficulty of starting again the challenges when he moves to London at a very young age. So I guess Cruz kind of taps into that as well really the idea that you you may not be sure where you're going but you've got to trust and surrender yourself to the process and this is what happens with the character michael although he sadly loses his lover slutty dave um he does end up fulfilled and happy and at a better place and this is a lesson to jack the guy to whom he's talking on switchboard well, as I said, um, for a one-man show, I think this is an amazing play and shows, uh, as I've said a few times already, Holden's real talent and ability as an actor and his ability to inhabit these different personas. Um, it was a great play and I felt so glad to be able to go back to the theatre and see something so amazing. So the play is actually finishing this weekend, in fact. It did have a, a short run, so I feel very lucky to have gone and seen it as I said. Possibly it might be streamed. Uh, if so, then I would urge you to watch it, guys. Right, well, short to post for today, but good to talk to you. Um, so keep enjoying the sun, look after yourselves, and uh, I shall talk to you again very soon. Take lots of care, guys. Bye.